Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of Something Worth Thinking About. Today we're going to be looking at that moment in the upper room where Jesus takes the towel, wraps it around his waist, pours water into the basin, and then goes around the room washing the feet of the disciples one by one. And we want to think about what is it that Jesus really wanted them to understand and what does he want us to understand and then to do today with this example that he gave us in this moment long ago on the eve, the very night that he would be betrayed by Judas Iscariot as he shows the disciples the full extent of his love. Our reading today comes from John chapter 13. And again, we're in the upper room with Jesus celebrating the Passover meal with his disciples, on the very night that he will be betrayed by Judas Iscariot. Here's what the Word of God says. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress And the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, He poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Now, as we just reflect on this moment, I've always imagined that when Jesus went around the room, you probably could have heard a pin drop. And probably what you heard was all of the sounds of the water and the feet and going into the basin or beside of the basin, however Jesus did it. But you know you would have heard the sounds because I I suspect that everybody's just soaking it in, wondering, what is Jesus doing in this moment? Because Jesus has humbled himself in this moment to do the simple and ordinary task that often would have been reserved for the servants and in that day and age for the women. Um, We don't have to like what we see in terms of culturally, uh, the way that women are treated in different cultures, but We know that this is one of the things that Paul will later say that the widows needed to be known for if they are going to be put on the list of widows that would be a part of the church's ministry to be supported as they live in this phase of their lives. And 
when we look at this, Jesus is doing this, the Son of God, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And so it's one of the many examples in Scripture that show us that Jesus truly is humble and gentle in heart. And Peter, you will recall, protested all of this. He said to Jesus, you shall never wash my feet. This just didn't feel right to Peter. But Jesus insisted and said to Peter, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. So, of course, Peter acquiesced and allowed Jesus to wash his feet too. And I encourage you to go back and read uh, all of this text, because I skipped over that part in the reading, but read all this text for the rest of the details. But today we simply want to hear what Jesus said to the disciples about why he has done what he did. Why did he wash their feet? This is the primary emphasis of the story. Jesus has set an example for them and for us to follow. If our master, and to be more specific, our Lord and God has done this then we ought to be willing to serve one another in the same way. And we must understand that this is a call to action. This is a demand that we find ways to serve one another in the Spirit of Christ who said, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. So we must do them in order to be blessed. And we must not miss the point by thinking Jesus intended for this example to be limited to the washing of feet. Uh, This is an example of doing something for someone else in order to show love and honor to them, no matter how small or humble uh, the act may be. And one of the other things that we especially need to understand is that the disciples did not, I want to emphasize this, they did not need Jesus to wash their feet any more than they needed Jesus to wash their hands. They were all perfectly capable of washing their own feet. And this was actually the customary act of hospitality among the ancients in the same way that we offer a bathroom, for example, to our guests to allow them to wash their hands before a meal. Uh, We see several examples in Scripture uh, in the Old Testament where a host would offer water for his or her guests to wash their own feet as they've traveled and they're coming in for the night and for a meal. But Jesus takes it a step further in that he doesn't offer the water, but Jesus himself wraps the towel around his waist and he washes the disciples' feet for them. One at a time, he worked his way around the table to honor each and every one of them, and to show them love in this action by washing their feet. And then he sat down and explained what we need to do uh, the same for one another. And again, I want to emphasize this, they did not need him to wash their feet. Jesus could have simply offered them water and a towel, and this would have been appropriate hospitality. And Peter would not have protested this. But Jesus, again, goes beyond what was expected, what was the norm, and this is what he is inviting you and me to do, all of his followers, that we go beyond what is expected, beyond what is normal, 
And instead of sitting back and waiting for someone to have a need that is obviously beyond their resources and ability, something that they need someone else to do for them, Jesus invites us to embrace the simple and ordinary opportunities of normal life that are perfect, that are ideal and ripe for showing someone honor and love if we will just step into that moment, no matter how humble, no matter how small it is, and do something for them. Moments where we might humble ourselves in order to honor them. And let me just give a simple example. I don't know what your life is like at home, but this is what happens in my life. My wife, my wonderful, incredible wife, does my laundry every week. Now, I want to be explicit in this. Uh, I'm not proud of this, and I do not demand this of her. Uh, I do not need her to do that for me any more than she needs me to fill up her car with gas and check the air pressure in her tires, uh, wash it, wax it, vacuum it out. But these are the things that we do for each other. She does my laundry. I do things for her car. Uh, and there's other things that we do in our lives that are give and take, we might say, but they're not things that we need the other to do for us, but we do them. And most of us, without thinking about this moment of Jesus washing the disciples' feet in the upper room, we do all sorts of things for the sake of others to show them our love and to honor them in what we do, these small, simple gestures that we don't even think anything about. But these are the kind of things I believe that Jesus is pointing us to. Jesus is calling for us to do more of, the, of these kinds of things than just for our friends and for our family. He wants us to do this for one another within the family of God. Every day, all around us, there are these simple little things that we can do for one another to show love and honor. It does not have to be something big or sensational. It does not need to be something that would go viral in social media or get us in the news. We simply need to look for those moments and little ways that we can show people that we care, that they matter to us, that we love them, and we want to honor them with a simple little gesture. This is exactly what Jesus did in the upper room. And this is what he wants us to do with every day of our lives. And so let's hear Jesus one more time. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Mm -hmm.